0: praise and worship. So if you would like, you can come to the front. Um, but tonight, we're really believing that this house will be a house full of joy. And I think that we have enough joy in us to clap, go crazy, and dance. All right, let's get into it. And hope we rise, we speak your name and lift our eyes.
1: to have you guys here. Um, We have guest bags at the back of the foyer um, after the end of the gathering. So um, feel welcome to grab some of those if you like as well. Uh, And yeah, um, so tonight as well, um, if you guys saw, there were some uh, communication cards. They look like postcards. Um, They'll be either at the back of the seats or somewhere on the seats and they've got these Pretty pictures on the back. I don't know, something like that. Um, so, so those are for our mission team people. Um, sorry, our missionaries that are overseas. Uh, Martin and Wow, they will um, those all those cards. Um, if you write in them, you send some prayer points, something nice like that. We'll send them over. So just pop pop them in the back in the um, in the little red box at the back over there, or something like that. Um, Furthermore, we also have some uh, giving cards. So um, we have the faith commitment cards. If you write those down, that gives us an idea for budgeting, um, what we're going to give to the missionaries that are over there as well. So I'd like you guys to all be purposed, one of our values. Um, As a church, we want to be purpose in our giving. We want to make sure that we give with an open heart. So I'd encourage you all to write something down um, and we've got some giving stations at the back as well. So you can just pop those cards in there. Now, um, what else am I missing? Oh yeah, birthdays, everyone loves birthdays. So if you've got a birthday or an anniversary, please come up to the front. We've got chocolate for you Um, and everyone else, if you could please stand so we can pray for these people. So if you've got birthdays, come up to the front. Oh Anniversaries. Oh, Jared Wilson. <laughs> all right, so if you could all stand and we're just gonna pray a blessing over these people. Um, Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Okay. Um, Quick notice as well, School of the Spirit that's coming up 1st and 2nd of July. Early Bird is closing at the end of May, so get signed up for that real quick. There it is. Um, now could I please get Nicole Stone up here because this is her last day with us and she's going off to America and if Jan if you could come up and, yeah, just come up and everyone please stand we're just gonna pray for her as well um, give her a good send-off
2: hey Nicole Can you, what do you want to tell us where you're going um,
3: I'm off to a Salvation Army camp near Pittsburgh uh, which is up the top kind of near New York for
2: three months. Wow, that's pretty tough. Near New York (laughs) for three months. Wow, that's yeah, that's going to be really hard for you. No, no, no. Just kidding. Let's pray for her. God, we thank you for Nicole. We thank you for this exciting trip to go to Pittsburgh near New York. Wow. Thank you, God, for this incredible opportunity. Thank you, God, that you go with her. God, I pray that Nicole would know your presence with her, Lord, as she gets onto that plane. May she know that you are with her every single day. May she know your presence and your guiding, God. I thank you for what you want to do in her and through her during this time, God. I thank you that she will be an incredible blessing to those people at the camp, God. Thank you that you would want to pour out your blessing not only into your beautiful girl, Nicole, but that you would want to pour out your blessing into others through her, God. So may she enjoy receiving your blessing and passing it on to others, God. I thank you for your protection upon her, for all of her needs met, Lord, during this time and even after into the, um, the next step from here thank you, God, for her. We bless her as we send her away for three months, and we look forward already to her return home. In Jesus' name, amen. You're welcome. How are we ever going to manage
1: without you? Um, So... Now can we get Nicole Coffin, she's going to come up and she's just going to give you a little bit of a chat about what the mission team is going to be doing in Thailand this year.
4: Thanks Monique. Uh, Kia ora whanau. So my name's Nicole and I have the privilege of uh, heading up the missions team uh, that is heading to Thailand. Uh, during the April school holidays uh, next year. Uh, So there's a team of 13 of us heading over to Thailand, um, and we're going to be heading over to support uh, Peter and Wow, who are missionaries who were sent out from this church. Uh, So they've been doing some amazing work over in Khong Ken. So Kong Ken is a fairly decent sized city over in Thailand, and it's part of the Isan region. Uh, so the Isan region makes up a third of Thailand's population and is actually one of the uh, least reach areas in Thailand. Uh, so we're like super privileged to be able to uh, just head out there and just really support what Peter and Wow have already started. Uh, so when we're over there, we're going to be um, going out into about 10 uh, rural villages. Um, so in the villages, we're going to be working with lots of kids. Uh, those are some of the kids uh, from last time we went over Uh, So in Thailand, um, what happens is a lot of the parents uh, have to head into the big cities to find work. So during the school holidays, uh, the grandparents who live out in the rural villages are the ones who get uh, left to look after all the children. Uh, So one need that Peter and Wow have identified over there is that the grandparents need some extra support during the holidays. Um, So they've asked the team to run some holiday programs for these kids. And it's an amazing opportunity. I know next year there's two villages that we've been asked to go into uh, that have never heard the gospel before. Uh, these villages, you know, haven't had Westerners go into them. So it's absolute blessing to be able to support Peter and Wow and really um, yeah, help them have opportunities to go back into these villages once we finish. Because we're going once, but Peter and Wow are there day after day after day just really blessing these people and, you know, sowing um, and building God's kingdom over there. Um, So how can you support us? Uh, The best thing you can do to support us is prayer. We need your prayer. I know Peter and Wow they need your prayer Um, because I mean, last time we went over we just left with this feeling of going Wow, we are so blessed in New Zealand. We have so much in Thailand. They don't have our resources to be able to go out and share the gospel, but they make use of what little they have. And so if you could just pray into the work that's been done over there, that'd be awesome. Um, Another thing we'd love prayer for is um, our kind of vision and belief for the trip is that as we start praying now, God would reveal um, faces of people and conditions of things that people are suffering so that when we go over there, we've already prayed into that and we'd be stepping into a release of healing and a release of miracles into these people's lives. So if you could pray that our team would hear God's voice clearly and they would hear and really be able to capture his heart for these people when we head over. That would be absolutely awesome. Uh, the second thing we need help with is fundraising. So our team is made up of a lot of our uh, youth and our youth leaders. Uh, so that means there's a lot of students who don't have a lot of money. Uh, so we need your help. Um, I think on the last slide we've got uh, different options that we have of our fundraising opportunities that are coming up. Um, so if you could... Um, help us with any of these, it'd be much appreciated. Um, Yeah, and uh, thank you.
1: Thanks, Nicole. Um, So again, really encourage you. um, Prayer is definitely necessary for this um, and fundraising as well, how about? So if you could all stand, thanks team.
5: that God doesn't actually need our noise or our sound? He doesn't have low self-esteem. He's perfect. Right? Can I get an Amen church? Thanks, (laughs) Owen. We can we can sometimes trap ourselves into thinking that God God needs our worship, right? He doesn't need it. He's perfect. We worship. And response to him, right? He loved first, then we love back. He made sound first, then we make sound back. He gave us sound. So Father, we want to worship you with that understanding tonight. We want to praise you. Because you made us. Because you gave us sound. Because we're so delighted by who you are. We don't want to make sound for any other reason tonight. Yeah. We rest because we know that we cannot earn your love. We rest because you're here already. Arms stretch wide, an open invitation. song, to sing. just sing, sing it out, let it out, be free, there's no condemnation here, there's no guilt, there's no shame, there's no expectation that holds you, there's only his smile, his love, his affection for you.
6: Praise the Lord, oh my soul, with all my being. Praise the Lord, oh my soul, with all I am. Praise the Lord, oh my soul, with all my being. The Lord, oh my soul, all my being. Praise the Lord, oh my soul, for I am. Praise the Lord, oh my soul, Though my being, praise you, Lord, oh my soul, praise the Lord my soul. Come on. On my beat.
0: New song now, it's called In the River by Jesus Culture. And um, a little bit behind the lyrics, it says, um, We come alive in the river. And basically, the song is just a song that's full of joy. Um, and when you step into the river, which um, represents God's presence, there's nothing we can do but be so joyful in a life. And so, I encourage you guys, you know, it might be a new song to you guys, um, but dance, praise, sing it in whatever way that you need to to just get to that place of joy. Cool.
6: We come alive in the river, we come alive in the river, we come alive in the river, yeah. We come alive in the river, we come alive in the river, we come alive in the river, we come alive in the river. Pray Presence is heaven to me. will cry, these bones will sing.
7: Just put a pause or a comma there, but just stay there. Okay? Is that all right? So don't go anywhere. Just put a, a pause there. Grab a seat for a couple of minutes. I want to come back in a few moments to the river. So that's where I want to come back to. So I know it's high, sorry, but you'll be all right. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? It's nice to hang out in the presence of God, isn't it? Just to relax in His presence. What we're going to do tonight is I'm going to ask a question. Jan's got a mic, and if you've got a note from Jan being prepared to answer the question, today's your lucky day because we are going to talk about it. And then I want to jump from the question into a thought to finish with. And hopefully it'll all tie together beautifully. So here is the question that I want to talk to us about tonight. Now, the question comes out of my observation of people's journeys with God like this, I just watch, don't have to be a rocket scientist or anything else, see people on the highs, I see people on the lows we've probably all experienced a high and a low of our, with our journey with, with Jesus and so the question I'm going to ask and a couple of people are going to answer tonight is this it is what do you do to keep your relationship with God alive, thriving and growing and then also what's something that could hinder that so we're going to ask, let's, Jen, do you want to go and find a couple of people that you've, we'll, we'll ask that question to a couple of people. Then I'll give you a couple of thoughts on it. Then I want to shed a bit more light on that song, The River, that we've been talking about or singing. Who are we asking? Helen, here's the question for everybody. What do you do to keep your relationship with God alive, thriving and growing? And what's something that could hinder that?
1: So for me, it's a case of refusing to be okay with being comfortable, and so I push myself out of what's outside of what I think is comfortable. But God always makes it comfortable, and He meets me there. And um, also just making time to spend with God and coming here at 6 p.m. is a huge part of that because my distraction is my children, and. Um, yeah, coming without them is a completely different experience. So, right. I just try to be intentional about making time for me and God, and pressing in and always wanting to know more and more about Him.
7: Great, fantastic! Give her a hand. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Okay. Who are you going to next, Jen? I'm running. The question's exactly the same. What do you do to keep your relationship right. with God alive, thriving, and growing? And what's something that could hinder that? Who are we at
3: yeah, um, for me it's like, I know how to talk to him here and hear him back, so it's like constantly doing that throughout the day like a friend would, like, so, because so, he's with me all the time, it's a bit rude to not talk to someone who's with you <laughs> hanging out, like, so it's just hanging out with him and like going, hey, like what me and dad do before we go surfing, we go, hey God, we're going to go surfing with you and every time I do that I have the best surf ever then awesome. when I don't it's hideous like <laughs> so like I don't know I just spend time to go and actually hang out with them and say like do the things I love like I do my quiet time every day and like just pray for a bit just praying to things and I constantly asked please prune me I know it hurts but <laughs> like and at first it really sucked because you're always getting cut and you found things that you're going oh great now I have to work on this but like <laughs> just it's just knowing that it's for, um, like, to get closer to God and that you also, like, receive favour and blessing from of it so it's, like, actually worth it. Right. And, like, yeah, and, like, something that would hinder it would be, like, just the pressure of, like, complacency. Like, because yeah. you can just get pruned and be like, yes, I've made it, I'm a perfect Christian. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, when you can, like, um, go, oh, yeah, someone else hasn't is still struggling with it. I've won, like, just been going, no, there's more, yeah, and doing Very it, good. even though it hurts, you have to ask for Very good. More. Yeah, great. If you
7: reach, reach perfection, just let me know the trick to it, because I'd like to know. Who are we going to now, Jan?
2: Shannon.
7: Shannon, fantastic.
1: Um, okay, what I've been doing, um, well, I think for me it's just making sure that I'm, you know, reading my Bible and, um, Prayer, praying throughout the day and yet it's kind of the same thing, checking in with God and when something pops to mind, not thinking, oh I'm just going to pray about that later, but actually just praying about it now and right. Just little. doesn't have to be long prayers, just quick ones and um, yeah, I just find that, generally that it's really, really helpful and um, hindrance is time, <laughs> just making sure that you're actually making time because I think for me I can get into the habit of not making time and I can tell that that really affects my relationship with God. So it's about prioritizing and actually really protecting it.
7: Fantastic. And you're feeling newly married. Is that a distraction? Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like a whole like schedule shift in priorities. So it's it's actually it's a bit of a struggle at the moment. It takes yeah. a while to settle, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got King. someone else in your life. You've got to look after yeah. It's like,
7: come <laughs> on, look goodness this yeah, yeah, so <laughs> it's thick. Like, yeah. Very good. That's great. Very
8: good. Two more, Jen. Um, I, I think this is more... Peter talking Hi guys, Peter Actually, um, tonight, young adults We're going to Iguana And uh, oh. if you can't see me um, And also Progressive dinner uh, This is the last night to register So make sure you see me uh, And get it all sorted oh, I no, find it a major. great hindrance In church gatherings when people <laughs> get off track um, No, nah, definitely uh, the, more, the more I go with God, the more I realise It's about relationship Um, And likewise for Melina, if I'm not talking to her, then that's not really going to benefit the relationship. Uh, Spending the time investing into it, you know, I'm going to to get out what I put in. Um, If I'm not spending time with God, then um, is my relationship going to develop with Him? No, it's not going to grow. Um, So making sure that I am spending the time, um, putting the effort in, and realizing that I've got probably a lot of perceptions around God, things that do limit and hinder me. And coming, coming before God and saying, God, I know I'm not perfect. I don't have the perfect image of you. I've still got a lot to learn. And um, like Catherine was saying, prune me. Open my eyes to see who you are and uh, what the reality of that is and who you are asking me to be. Uh, and that's, yeah, really interesting when that happens. Great. So, Melina,
7: you were nodding vigorously. Was that like, yes, he needs to work on that, or yes, I agree? I agree. <laughs> Who are we talking to now? Jared. G'day. Happy birthday. Thanks.
5: Yeah, um, just thinking about this, uh, I think honesty with God is the one that's been on my mind recently. Um, just being honest about how I'm feeling, honest about what I what I think I want, honest about, um, yeah, those kind of things, what I'm struggling with. And um, a, a hindrance to that is, well, the opposite. You know, thinking that... Um, something's not affecting me and going, oh, no, no, God, it's you know, it's it's no big deal there. But he's like, actually, no, I want you to deal with this. Um, so, yeah, honesty. Great.
7: Fantastic. Brilliant. Shall we go one more? These are really good answers. Okay.
2: Anyone else want to answer? Malena?
7: No, everyone's running.
1: Just feel like I'm repeating everybody else. Um... Yeah, I think for me getting into the Word is really important. Um, Yeah, I just think of it as a picture of of the bread and just getting into it and devouring it really. For me that's something that's really important. And something I've also been doing is um, having a list on my wall by my light switch of things to pray for. I mean there's tons of things to pray for but just some priorities at the moment. So that's cool, and it hasn't had any tick boxes ticked off until this week, which is really exciting, so we're getting there. Um, And something to hinder me would definitely be just the busyness of life, and um, if I don't set aside that time, it's not going to happen, so it's up to me
3: and taking responsibility of that.
7: Right. I think a theme that was emerging there, if you're listening, is time, isn't it? It takes time. You cannot build a relationship with anybody without investing time. And uh, we need to be consistent in investing time into our relationship with God. Prayer is so important. We talked about prayer this morning. If you weren't here, feel free to listen to the podcast when it comes out. The whole thought, the Hebrew thought around prayer was that we turn our head to the one who can carry the burden. We turn our head to Jesus. He's the one that carries the burden. Keeps our Relationship with him on an evil, uh, evil, even, kill. I see this um, this cycle in people all the time. I think if we can just lift the bottom a bit, it'll make everything better. You know, if you can lift the bottom of the cycle up, it would make things better. Reading our Bible, it's really basics, isn't it? Basics of faith. Reading our Bible, because we find the will of God in there. Prayer, we're building relationship in their prayer. And praise praise is so, so important. And um, not just on a Sunday when we're here, but praise when you're at home. Praise when you're by yourself. Praise just when you feel like praising. The car is a great way to praise God. If you cruise along in the car and you've got the stereo cranked up, it's awesome. It's fantastic until you get to the lights, isn't it? And if you forget you haven't stopped. The person decides you're looking at you like a freak. But, But in the car is a great gateway to praise God. The shower is a great place to praise God. My sons think the shower is a great place to praise God, and I've got the bill to prove it. it. Goes on and on and on and on and on. But the shower is a great way to praise God. Just, just wherever. Let me read because we've been singing that. We've been singing about praise. We've been singing about the presence of God tonight. I loved. Um, actually, I loved what you did, Josh, with. Uh, that last song we're singing, or the one before we are singing about the presence of God and I had my eyes closed and I, I was just asking God what do you think of what's happening right now and I could sense him like smelling incense you know it says the, the praise is as incense and I could sense him smelling it you know if it, well you might not know when Jan's wearing nice perfume if I smell it and I go wow that's nice I'll go in for a second smell because it's good you know it's really good and it's so like, flip, that was good. I'm going back there again. Hopefully most of you on this side aren't relating to that. But, but I got this picture of God just smelling the incense of the praise. And then Josh had that on the screens, that smoke, that pink smoke coming up, like incense in God's nostrils and the, the pleasure we give Him when we praise. It gives Him incredible pleasure when we praise. But then the song, The River... Let me read, because I think that song is probably written from Ezekiel 47. And if you know Ezekiel 47, it will change the light that you look at the song and the way you sing the song. Now that song, I don't know the rules of writing a song, but I would say that song's a nightmare because it's got so many metaphors in it. Um, You know, it's not one, it's like, how many do you want to choose? But the bulk of it is about the river. And this is what it says. In my vision... The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There, I saw a stream flowing east and beneath the door of the temple, and passing to the right of the altar on its south side. Now, if you understand Old Testament temple, you'll understand that's a picture of the way the temple was set up. I think it was called the Ocean. It was a massive big brass um, sea. Sorry, it was a massive big brass um, bath container that held water for all the cleansing. And it was to the right of the, of the throne, so or the right in the back of the temple. So that's a picture of that. The temple was passing to the right of the altar on its south side. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gate, and he led me around to the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gate. So if you've got nothing else, the water is flowing out of the temple, okay? The water is flowing out of the temple. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet, and then he led me across the river. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet, and he led me across the river again. So we've gone downstream twice. This time, the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, the water was up to my waist. Then he measured another 1,750 feet, and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. He asked me, Have you been watching, Son of Man? Then he led me back along the riverbank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. Then he said to me, this river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. The Dead Sea, nothing grows in the Dead Sea. It's all salty. It's got lots of stuff coming into it and nothing going out. So Jesus is saying, this is going to... um, the, the water of the temple, read that as the presence of God flowing from the temple, is actually going to change the substance of the Dead Sea and it's going to become a place that will be full of life. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of the river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever the water flows. Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea, all the way from Engedi. To Engalam. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea, just as they filled the Mediterranean. But the marshes and the swamps will not be purified. They will still be salty. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the rivers. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall, and there will always be fruit on their branches. There will be a new crop every month for the water. Sorry, for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The, food will be, the fruit will be food and the leaves will be healing. This is an incredible picture of the presence of God flowing from the temple. And it turns into a great river. And everywhere that the presence of God goes turns to a place of life. Where there was death, where there was cast. If you go back to that original picture with the sea and the altar, it was uh, there's theory around it that that in the um, that it brought order to the chaos, the sea brought order to the chaos, and the way the temple worked, and it's a sense of the peace of his presence flowing out of the temple, and anywhere it goes brings chaos into order, and anywhere it goes brings life, and then this is the deal we get the choice whether we want to go in the river or not. That's what the song's about. How do the words go? Something in the river? Come alive in the river. Come alive in the river. But we get a choice, don't we? We can go ankle deep. Well, actually, we can stand on the bank on the edges of the swamps if we want and just look on and go, well, that looks interesting. Wonder what that would be like and never get in. Or we could walk 1,750 feet down the river and get our ankles wet I wonder what it's like just to get your ankles wet in the presence of God or you can walk a bit further and make a decision that you're going to go knee deep I wonder what it feels like I wonder what it's like to be knee deep in the presence of God or you can go a bit further push a little bit more waist deep waist deep in the presence of God or go a little bit further and just throw caution to the wind and jump in and have a swim how cool is that so it's an invitation, it's a picture of us being in the presence of God so tie this in with the whole thought about what keeps our relationship strong with God the presence of God will keep your relationship with God solid by choosing to put yourself in that position of putting yourself in the presence of God so tonight, there's an invitation, isn't there? As we sing about life in the river, we can stand back and we can watch. Oh, look, someone's getting wet. Or we can go, you know, I'm going to step into this river. That's a step of faith. That's something that God will honour. I wonder if you want to step ankle, knee, waist, or if you just want to go for a swim. Because the choice is ours. Are we Are going to sing that song again? And... I want you to consider what the scripture's saying and then I want you to respond. You're not responding to me. You're responding to God. The choice is yours. We can stand around and watch or we can open our hearts to him and step into the river. And you know when you step into the river, you're stepping into the presence of God. That's about here. It's not here. It's about our spirits, not our head. It's about being open in our heart, opening our spirits to God not about rationalising it, not about being logical. It's like, God, I just want to be in your presence. I want to know what it is to be ankle deep or knee deep or waist deep or swimming in your presence. The choice is yours. And you know, tonight, I don't think it really matters whether you're ankle, knee, waist or swimming. I think it's the fact that you're in the water that counts make a choice to get in the water Father I ask that as we sing to you again as we open our hearts to you again that there'd be faith in this room Lord I ask that we would be prepared tonight to take the element of risk and open our hearts completely to you and that we would step into that place in your presence Knowing that you'll meet us there. Knowing that you'll embrace us there. Knowing that it's safe in your presence. It's awesome in your presence. And Lord, in the process, I ask that you would lift the bottom of the bar of our relationship with you up a bit tonight. And that we would all excel in you because we learn, because we know, because we accept the invitation to be in your river, in Jesus' name. Amen.
6: Can we sing that song again?
0: This joy We're dancing on the streets Spring up a well Spring up a well Spring up a well Break up Break up the Christmas
9: doors Sell the cash you Spring up a well Spring up a well Spring up a well Stop this joke.
7: You might like to lift your hands to Jesus. I really lift my hands as a saying to him, I'm open. I'm yours. And I don't know tonight where you're at, whether you want to go ankle, knee, waist, for a swim. But start to allow yourself. current of his spirit coming in behind you. Tonight, allow yourself to experience the presence of God. Allow yourself to feel what it's like as the weight of the current runs around your ankle. Christ. you to go places like this this week coming aware of the presence of God just hanging out there without an agenda you're in the river there ask yourself the question where's Jesus right now where's Jesus is for you but in my imagination I'm trying to have a solemn moment and he's standing in front of me splashing water in my face with a grin from ear to ear because we're in the river together that's what he loves just being in the river together tonight, you may be here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. In other words, you're not on the journey of life with Him. You haven't yet said yes. You want to receive the gift of eternal life. You want to receive the gift that He went to the cross for so that we can journey with Him. He's done everything. All He asks of us is to say, yes, I want to journey with you. Yes, I want to get in the I accept your gift. You see, before the cross, we couldn't connect with God after the cross. Jesus has made it fully possible for each one of us to encounter the presence of God, to walk daily in the presence of God, to journey with Him daily through the ups and the downs in this life. And then at the end of this life, graduate into eternal life with Him. But tonight as we finish the meeting, I'd like to give any person here an opportunity if you're not walking with Jesus or you've walked with Him and for whatever reason you've stepped back. Tonight I'd like to give you the opportunity to say, Jesus, I want to walk with you. I want to try life with you on your terms. Doing it your way. And you know you don't have to be in any special place in life. You don't have to have it all together or anything else. That's the whole point of the gift of Jesus. You've just got to say yes. I'm prepared to get in the water and go with you. And in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand if you're saying yes to Jesus. For the first time, maybe. Or coming back afresh. And you're not going to be responding to me when you lift your hand up. You're going to be responding to God tonight. He's going to embrace you and He's going to say, fantastic. You know, if you need to respond tonight, the Holy Spirit will be nudging you. He'll be talking to you now. And I can almost guarantee that you've got sweaty hands right now and your heart's racing 100 mile an hour because that's often the way our bodies respond when the Holy Spirit is speaking to us saying, come on, I need you to take a step forward. And I'm inviting you to take a step forward. So if that's you, in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand up. When you do, make sure you catch my eye and I'll acknowledge you. You can put it down again. But I encourage you to be obedient to what God's nudging you forward into tonight. Say yes to Jesus. While every head's bowed, tonight, if you want to say yes to Jesus for the first time, saying, okay, Lord, tonight I'm coming back. If that's you, can you lift your hand, please, so I can see you? Just quickly make sure I see your hand. Thanks, man. See your hand. That is awesome. Okay. Thank you. See your hands, guys. That's fantastic. I've seen three people lift their hands so far tonight. Is there anybody else? You're not responding to me. You're saying used to Jesus tonight. going to wait a couple more seconds. Catch my eye, please, if you're waving and I haven't seen you. Fantastic. I've seen three people respond to Jesus tonight. The Bible tells me that one person gets right with God. The angels have a party. My interpretation of that is all heaven breaks into a party. Three times over tonight, that is a big party. Why don't we give Jesus a massive big hand? fantastic
1: um hello we're on okay um thank you guys for coming um uh oh yeah Young Adults, Iguana Cafe tonight. Peter has advertised that, so please do come. Um, the Burtons are also coming um, home on the 27th of May, so if you want to um, talk to the office and um, come to welcome them back at the airport, if you like, um, remember to be Purpose with Your Giving, and let's finish off with a song. <laughs>
0: We rise, we speak your name, we lift our eyes to now hearts and to your beat. Where we walk, there you'll be, with fire in our eyes, our lives aligned, your love untamed. It's blazing now, the streets will grow forever bright, your glory's break.